Same. I think Vida has stopped watching the EPL as well. So it's, it's is he a Man U fan? You guessed it right. Fan, yeah. Sure. yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, the games start around one o'clock in the night here. So. Yeah. 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 That's that's my excuse. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how Dimuth Karnaratne is scoring runs to be honest because he's just test matches and then nothing and then again yeah. test matches so you can't face the top top teams in the world with preparation like that through South Africa definitely have the players it's just that I don't want to say the word but you guys yeah. know uh, <laughs> Welcome to another interview episode of Sri Lankan Cricket Podcast with Vida and Dora. Today we have a special guest with us. Uh, she was our first guest on this podcast. Welcome back, Estelle. Hi guys, thank you so much for having me again. Yeah, it's good to have you back, Estelle. You started uh, we started our interview episode um you've been our first person we interviewed. Excited to have you back. Getting straight into the interview for today. I guess um women's world cups kicked off that will be uh, um I think a main topic of um our interview uh today um we'll touch base about Sri Lanka unfortunately not not the best result to talk about so we'll try to <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. pass through that really quickly but I mean Estelle's got knows the ground level insights into what our prep is and what has been happening so hopefully we can pick her brains on that um, but it's going to be an exciting episode when we touch base with Estelle on Sri Lanka cricket as a whole yeah last time we spoke we introduced Estelle and uh, we we heard her story how she fell in love with sports and cricket and um if you want to go back and listen to that episode you will learn a lot about her and uh, her passion about sports and cricket and she's the first person we think of maybe want to know what's happening in sri lanka cricket especially women's cricket so i'll put it right back to you estel what's uh, happening with sri lanka women's cricket at the moment in sri lanka yeah we're following the qualification to the commonwealth games earlier this year Uh, I think the team, from what I've heard, are in kind of training and um, preparation for the confirmed fixtures we have so far. Unfortunately, nothing, um, no bilaterals uh, or any such series confirmed uh, for the year so far. But we've got the Commonwealth Games in July and August in Birmingham, so that'll be a T20 competition, and and then the Asian Games in September as well. So those two will be the main aims. I think a massive year for women's cricket uh, globally. Uh, Sri Lanka missing out on the World Cup, like you said, but um, those two will be the main two events they are focusing on after quite a successful um, qualification for the Commonwealth Games. Exciting! Unfortunately, Sri Lanka didn't make it to the um, the event that is being held at the moment, ICC fifty um, over tournament for the women. Um, it kicked off and. some known names already off the blocks early um with the with some of the high scores that they put in it would have been um for us if the sri lankans were out there i guess um chamari would have been a front runner as well to bring home i mean looking at some of the names some regulars like um sophie devin rachel haynes meg lanin um and the aussie girls will be kicking off strong as well um 
with Elisa Healy yet to you know uh, settle in and get a big score but those are known performance and Chamari would have been up there as well is the feeling I had but unfortunately we couldn't make it through looking at uh, your appearance today looks like you are on the Aussie girls <laughs> is that a fair assessment or yeah yeah definitely so Australia is always my number two team of the Sri Lanka yeah. so no, no Sri Lanka this time <laughs> so going the Aussie way oh, that's nice so we know who your supporting or your favorites going into this world cup there what about you Bora I'm supporting England because I think they're catching up to Aussies for a oh, chance really, yeah. because yeah who do you think will win it I'm with Aussie girls um yeah Rachel Haynes um I mean got Elisa Healy and Elise Perry those are I mean Elise Perry and Elisa Healy has been two of my favorite cricketers out there and um I'm not I need to touch base bet Mooney was strong one of a follower mm. I had but um, she had a bit of a injury scare just off the ashes so yeah um, be, she, I think she'll be she'll play a part she's back so. she's back so she'll be another front runner I'd like to see yeah I want to quickly um, touch up uh, about the format uh, Borayana so yep. so everyone plays everyone uh, in the first round so eight teams so that's seven matches so this is the first time women's world cup has been played like this isn't it Mm. any comments about uh, the format yeah i think that i i think this is a perfect format if your objective is to really get the best team or the best teams through to the knockout stages mm. because you know it's not going to be you know a, a favorite getting knocked out for having a one off game or whatever so yeah. i think it's it's a really good format but it it works against some of the weaker sides because then they have to consistently yeah. uh, perform well like for example West Indies had a pretty big upset i think in the tournament opener when they defeated New Zealand New Zealand but it, it it i mean they still have to beat a few more top of the top teams like India England Australia if they want to kind of push towards the top four yeah yeah when i saw that i was thinking about sri lanka because normally it takes some time for us to gather momentum in in, in a world cup so if if we were there that seven games i mean if if we knocked over a couple of good teams we could have had a good chance to make it to the semi finals but we are not there so there's no point talking about that <laughs> with that talking about formats i think there were some interesting rules that came about in this um this year's icc tournament i think we can go up to a minimum of nine players nine. if there's covid i think that's i think that was one of the major ones i noticed um would how would a nine player 11 look at is that something teams would look at playing and training against a nine team um match or nine nine player match or would that how would the prep go as to like i mean if sri lanka was involved you think they would have considered what strategy to go with nine team player or was it just one of those odd rules they just put it so there are teams participating Yeah I think considering the number of players uh, each squad has on hand yeah it's it's in my opinion kind of unlikely that it will go into a situation where team needs to have uh, can only field nine players because I think they have the 15 member squad and then they also have the traveling reserves yeah. Uh, yeah. but 
mostly the reason is probably because the qualification tournament which was cancelled basically uh, it was all because of covid uh, sri lanka was one of the hardest hit teams during that tournament where you know it's not only the person who has tested positive then their close contacts uh, everyone else has to isolate so i think also now the kind of the isolation periods and all have reduced so i don't see a team uh, you know being forced into that but yeah. uh, they also i mean they are allowed to have two support staff as long as they are female yeah well. so, i saw that uh, yeah that that it'd be interesting to see uh yeah. because i'm sure each team has at least a couple of uh, support staff uh, coaching members who, who who are ladies so yeah be they have to be locals i, I, I assume. assume they have to be locals to be playing for I the i don't country. think they have to be locals no they have to just be part of the right. uh, team support staff yeah. but no it. uh they can't bat or bowl yeah they uh, can only feel yeah, yeah. only feel Yeah, so it's worst come to worst. That's like the last yeah, yeah. last solution, I guess. Like it'll be interesting if this happens. Like imagine in a World Cup final, a support staff yeah. taking a run out or a catch <laughs> to win it. It'll be it'll be mm. really interesting. Um, <laughs> I mean, we talked about who we are supporting. Who do we think are favorites to win? I'll start with you, Bora. Then we'll move to Estelle. Australia favorites man going defending champions uh, playing in New Zealand that te- their team's just getting strong Alana Kings now a strong performer she's a spinning mm. wicket taking option um and the likes of who I said Rachel Haynes has stepped up she's not a like a regular high performer you normally see it's normally between Elisa Healy Meglanin Elise Perry um Talia McGrath should be there yeah. um Darcy um, Brown. Yeah, so many players that are popping up, they'll be strong contenders. Uh, but come the knockouts, come a semi-final, could be um could be Australia like could they could have an upset, but the format Australia plays the 50 over format makes them be in the game and be able to out uh, play a lot of oppositions from the game unlike a t20 competition that's where i see mm. um australia just ahead of the pack um yeah your england's uh, they will give them a run for their money but i think the team's such quality at a quality level it's again this these teams become more mature these teams yeah. like that senior group they've seen everything they've you know they are serious performers in that circuit for me it's australia straight away so still yeah like uh, bora said it's got to be australia i think they've lost two matches since the 2017 world cup in odi cricket uh, and won like 30 something including a 26 match yeah. win streak so i mean it, it's really hard to look 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 past them on that front um also i think the fact of the matter is like bora mentioned some names uh, big names but the truth is it's not you, you if you look at their record over the last 5 years you've had a lot of different players stepping up like someone mm. like rachel haynes although doesn't get they are you know they are they are, they are poster girls are elise perry like meglanning and elisa healy yeah. but someone like rachel haynes Talia McGrath has had a, like a massive 12 months um in in, in limited overs cricket um yep. 
those people have really stepped up and that's their strength it's just that at mm. no at no point do they look like you know they are out of the game they can win from anywhere i i think um the, the, they they played a series a couple of months ago against india where uh, they were something like 120 for 5 chasing Lovely. 270 yeah they lost basically lost the entire top order had only beat muni in they still chased that down so hmm. uh, and that was on the back of talia mudra uh, uh, sophie molinio coming in so they are definitely um, favorites but i think someone like south africa could be real dark horses in the competition because australia haven't played them uh, yeah. in the last couple of years and they've got a really good squad uh, of course they're missing that uh, regular captain uh, dani van nicker but um, they've got a really good team i think there's like a second tier so australia overwhelming favorites but then you've got yeah. england india south africa uh, new zealand next and then you've got also west indies who can cause a few upsets uh, yeah. so it come the semi finals should be really interesting uh, tournament if you know the the top uh, kind of teams get through to that part yeah yeah i think you're right because all the other teams you to mention um, they have their key players and they depend on them to win matches for them but with australia even if the um, you know the well known batsmen or bowlers perform there's someone yeah. put their hand up to uh, win the game for them and they they have enough strength in their bench as well so yeah i think yeah, i have to agree with both of you australia the favorite but yeah but i'm still backing england to make upset because i think some of these teams are catching up to australia you know i know they are setting that benchmark high yeah but, but I, i think on that like even last in the last world cup people were saying that they are you know because they lost the semi final to india uh, and got knocked out and it was like you know devastation uh, but every time people think they're getting kind of close <laughs> so like i mean even the tournament opener against england england should have chased it down it was yeah. england's game to lose yeah <clears throat> but i mean somehow australia found a way to get through so yeah yeah i hope i don't jinx them by saying this but yeah <laughs> yeah that signs of an invincible australian team pretty much players to watch out of i mean apart from the australian stars a, a, a girl I've, i'm closely following is amelia kerr Um, yeah. she's the all-rounder from New Zealand I think um this will be a good uh, playing at home um good opportunity for her to you know step into some of the bigger players that are there in in this world cup um, she's scored big she's taken wickets so um I'd like to see how she, how she uh, settles into a tournament and steps up because um, she's I think 21 or 22 year old uh, girl who's settling into international cricket I mean she has a experience that's a player who I'd like to follow apart from the Australian mix so let's see what what she has on offer that's that's a person I am looking out for still and with Vida who how about yourself there are quite a few I think who kind of had a good run up to the tournament like you said Amelia Kerr is definitely one to watch New Zealand you know haven't kind of been on the down low but uh, con- considering how they played against India in the last series they they really it's a home tournament so i mean they and they've got the top order i think probably one of the best top orders in the in the competition with yeah. Divine and Bates and Kerr right at the top <clears throat> in in terms of 
people from New Zealand, I would say even Jessica, Amelia's sister, uh, is really one to watch. Can bat, can 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 get those boundaries uh, later on in the innings. Um, yep. and, and is really good with the new ball as well. Uh, mm-hmm. Haley Matthews making kind of a comeback into form. Made a hundred to start off the tournament. Uh, another really you know bright star uh, in terms yeah. of uh, women's cricket. Uh, yeah. And for South Africa, Sune Luz, the captain, and uh, Ayabonga Kaka, two others who I think uh, have a lot to prove. South Africa definitely have the players. It's just that I don't want to say the word, but you guys yeah. know uh, <laughs> the word. Yeah, we know what, the, what happens South to South Africa cricket. <laughs> what happens so, to them. So, yeah. But, I mean, they've, they've definitely got the players to go all the way this time. And I'd I'd love to see someone like New Zealand or South Africa uh, go all the way, actually. Yeah, interesting. I think, yeah. Um, if New Zealand to win, I think Sophie Devine has to have a, mm-hmm. you know, she'll have to score massive runs because she, you know, she's the one who can get those big, big hundreds and win games. Yeah. Yeah. I'm interested to see how Darcy Brown goes. She's young and she's quick. It's very rare to see uh, a women cricketer bowling. 125 plus and some of these girls are you know bowling those deliveries consistently it's really uh, exciting to see that even in the te- in the test match uh, test match against uh, england it makes things very interesting like sometimes test cricket is boring but um that test match went till the last ball i mean it's one of the good test matches i watched in my life i mean yeah. which is really really um really good for women's cricket they talk about um you know the financial side is um it's it's really hard to get people to watch women's cricket but i think that's changing um i think that's a good uh, segue to talk about what's the interest uh, of the public in sri lanka uh, about the world cup as well is there much interest or is it showing on tv yeah, so we, uh, we, uh, we don't have it on free-to-air TV, so not on local channels. You can yeah. follow if you've, got, uh, if you've got cable, you can follow it on TV. No. I don't think, honest, to be honest, I don't think there's much of an interest um, in terms of the tournament as a whole because Sri Lanka didn't make it through. Uh, because, I mean, even, even colleagues who, I mean, usually, you guys know I like to play fantasy uh, sports, <laughs> so... Usually we have a you know something in our organization, guys, girls, everyone involved. But this time not much of an interest because Sri Lanka is not involved. So I think judging and those are the sports crazy people. So yeah. they are not interested. I, I don't really see that much of an interest uh, in the tournament. But I mean, it being on TV could be a massive factor. Unfortunately, it's not. So. I mean, that, that's what, at the end of the day, that's what draws people into, uh, you know, getting involved in the game. So, yeah, too bad, but, uh, you know, what to do with eight teams in a World Cup, you know, it's really hard to kind of get that interest from from the non-participating teams. Yeah. Yeah. I guess um, at least they'll be watching the women's cricket rather than the guys play out in India at the <laughs> with the current situation so um then they'll i mean it's good viewing and for the for a younger um, generation i mean it's on tv to see women's cricket play yes we'd like to see sri lanka make it there but unfortunately we fell short on you know getting there 
for for circumstances that I mean, we had the qualifiers didn't go out to plan. So, um, but nonetheless, cricket moves on. We got opportunities to see and then uh, be part of it. Um, I guess a good way to for us to think about is okay. What's the future? Where do Sri Lanka? I think you touch base about not having uh, straight away bilateral series uh, signed up probably because all countries are busy with the ICC win. Um, next straightaway assignment, is there um, a tournament that we've... we've yeah, we've... The, the confirmed assignment is the Commonwealth Games in yep. Birmingham. So that'll be July, August. Okay. Uh, before that, there isn't anything. I mean, we can only hope that uh, SLC is able to organize something. Yep. What's sad is, I'm sorry, this is like doom and gloom, but I mean, if you look at the past series we have had, it's yeah. only those uh, that have been part of the ICC Women's Championship. So th- actually that has ensured that we play every other team. Um, yeah. So with that not in place yet, um, yeah. I, I, it's it's going to be tough. Hopefully at least we can, we can play someone like Pakistan or uh, Bangladesh or India uh, in the coming months because I mean, there's still five, five months to go for the Commonwealth Games. So hopefully they can get some game time in that period, but you never know because that's what we were looking forward to since 2020, but it never uh, kind of materialized. Okay. Yeah, that um, um, Commonwealth Game Tournament is like a mini World Cup, isn't it? It's only eight teams and um, yeah, only team... There's no West Indies team, but um, one of the mm. islands. Barbados. 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 Is. So yeah. it'll be like a World Cup. So if we can win the medal there, that'll be a big mm-hmm. achievement for us. Yeah. Yeah, I think that will be a massive opportunity. But the thing is, it's like, I mean, if it was a men's tournament, you'd have like under 23 guys or whatever. Yeah. But this, I'm sure most teams are going to be sending their full strength squads. Yeah. Uh, because it, it's the first time that uh, the tournament will happen at a Commonwealth Games. I think Asian Games is a very good opportunity to maybe uh, push towards a goal because I don't know if India will participate or whether they'll send a full-strength team. Mm-hmm. So they are obviously the top, top team in Asia. So we might have an opportunity there. Uh, that will be in September. Oh, okay. That's good. Um, you reckon there'll be a lot of players shuffling or movements happening with I mean, not having played cricket for a time, or we'll we'll manage to hold the shape um, of the main team in terms of your chamaris, uh, but senior crew still being there. Yeah, I think uh, we'll probably stick with that kind of 22, 25 uh, group that was involved in Commonwealth uh, qualifiers training and all okay. of that because there haven't been really domestic tournaments to pick from either. So. Yeah they'll have to stick with that. And I think they've, they've also kind of, in, in a sense, they've managed to work together and kind of build that team uh, mm. spirit and all of that, get, got it going. Because we did see in the Commonwealth Games, apart from Chamari, there were a couple of good performances. Mm. I think uh, people yeah. like Nilakshi De Silva, uh, uh, even the vice-captain Harshita Samaravikram yeah, got, had a decent tournament. So, um little small signs of growth so hopefully they stick with those two this those that group of people uh for this year as well we need to keep playing games that's the only way for us to improve 
we need more matches i saw um there's a possibility of a pakistan super league uh, women's uh, tournament happening there might be few opportunities for our cricketers to go and play there if that happens so and uh, the other one is the 100 and it's about time we i mean if we can launch a lankan premier league women's mm-hmm. version that'll be awesome like those are things we can do to promote women's cricket yeah it'll have to go hand in hand with the provinces to align mm. women's cricket uh, if women's cricket on its own having a club that functions as women's cricket alone i don't think it it, it, it will survive they need the uh, the provinces or the stronger clubs to have it like i think we yeah. spoke space yeah. briefly about the ncc ssc they need to step in and you know um have avenues into women's cricket through those setup because it's easy to um, fall under one umbrella mm. uh, and move through with us having a chat on women's cricket and the world cup going on um I was hoping to slowly squeeze into india and see where our, <laughs> our boys are at would you like to have a quick chat on sri lanka um because i think there's a lot of noise with when sri lanka don't do well um but you've been there you've seen the boys go through their ups and downs your thoughts on this series i know like for me i think it it's it was an uphill task for us going into this test series so um i'm not really surprised with the results but however i mean we could have minimized some of the i think it's minimize the result in terms of how we lost would be a better way to uh, put it through mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, uh, India's full strength. They've got all their bowlers. I think, actually, they played Jayant. The other we played played Siraj. That that would have been an even stronger uh, mm. bowling attack from their end. And and in terms of batting, also they are at full strength. So yeah. it was always going to be tough. Um, but like you said, it's the manner in which things went. I mean, uh, the bowling. Yeah. conceding that amount of runs uh, and, and and i guess not playing the second spinner and then having lahiru kumar a breakdown like 11 is not the injuries. first time yeah i i guess okay for me okay how how do you manage him when he hasn't played first class cricket like no, no, how does he bowl yeah he, the, yeah, we can't blame me, him it's, it's a, yeah it's a management issue because i mean he can run 2 kilometers in under 2 minutes sure but can he bowl for 2 hours yeah that's why i think nothing even i love i love the fitness standards is absolute must in today's sport definitely but also you need to think of things like this i i know a lot of people talk about people like chamindavas bowling one hour one and a half hours at a stretch in the nets So Lahiru Kumar, I think this is like the fourth time since 2019 where he's broken down in the middle of a test, and that leaves, I mean, the team basically with three bowlers, right? And then you have only one spinner. And Budhaniya again has not played a first-class cricket for so long. Is he able yeah. to bowl? Like, I mean, you had Murali bowling an entire session or entire mm-hmm. day on one end. You can't expect that from a bowler who's not had that kind of. Pay, like that that kind of training coming in right i mean you can practice in the nets 
but you know in a match bowling 20 overs at a stretch is not the same so mm. it there's a lot of thinking to be done i think i don't know how dimut karnaratne scoring runs to be honest because he's just test matches and then nothing and then again yeah. test matches so you can't face the top top teams in the world with preparation like that very fair That's assessment yeah uh, i'll go into the 11 of i guess the easy answer for me with lahiru kumar yes he's he's injury prone on the longer format but because of the for this is sri lanka has been right throughout we always bank the extra batter against the batting collapse and we give four bowlers so we put the owners on one spinner and three fast bowlers or the whatever the combination is to get out of jail um but that doesn't work in modern cricket like australia f- has moved on australia plays now with cameron green they bring they make sure they have five bowlers in that 11 so and we found out when lahiru kumar breaks down in a game it's a lot of workload for everyone else uh, i guess going into not having played uh, f- cricket or throughout in a format where i test it's a lot of mental skills um which test your patience you got to lock away some of the shots that you can't use in other for, like you've been using other formats and i think um we saw most of the guys fishing outside or stump or having playing shots where i mean you wouldn't play normally that's that mind strain that hasn't been trained or by batting long periods or playing in games to stim- simulate that big so i think you're right in that aspect i mean suranga lakmal he's going to counter cricket for two years an ideal scenario would be let's get our boys playing counter cricket while playing for the country not be yep see you later and then um he's gone we lose something so like a dimut like i said dimut ideal scenario would be to be part of counter cricket and then use that expertise back again for us so and this is a struggle this is a tough tour also in india i mean mm-hmm. i was thinking i think we spoke before we went on live we if we managed to bowl in good areas and at least you know well, i mean 350 on the first day track that's you're getting smacked around the park if we didn't yeah. do that, the test match would have gone into maybe four days of test cricket and we would have thought oh hang on a um, lot of teams do results do come in four four days especially in the subcontinent we would have looked back and things would have been a lot less damaging but i think that set the tone we were just we didn't know where it was we were like hang on there's no end to this because we got to get them out mm-hmm. unlike a t20 or a 20 or a 50 or game where there's an end to it so uh, they are learning the hard way um few but i can't remember when the last time we played a test series was that um you know west indies we beat in kal yeah, in december yeah. we played west indies in november early december so three three matches here and well, i mean in, when we played that we played two spinners two left arm spinners um mm. and now there again looks like they're banking on dds to be that spinner for the team when Um, against the world's best players or spinner yeah. without that will work uh, yeah this squad doesn't have an off spinner i think that that uh, losing ramesh mendes was yeah. a big blow because he would have yeah. he would have probably would have played, played as that all rounder yeah. yeah so 
that that was the problem in a sense i felt like they they wanted to kind of have as much variety as possible so you had, had the left armer then the left yeah. arm spinner you had a guy who can bowl really fast and a guy who kind of moves the ball sort of like they covered yeah. all yeah. bases but <laughs> i mean because if kumar didn't break down, break down. Yeah. i think it would have been pretty handy because the ball was moving there was a bit we, of reverse as well uh, we took but, six wickets I mean, for 200 and 240 mm. or something i yeah. can't remember the exact score yeah. but then after that you know we were never in it after that Mm-mm. so i'm i'm a massive fan of sir jadeja and when i saw him mm-hmm. score i kind of felt it's <laughs> going to be a big score i didn't think he'll score 170 i thought he'll get to his 100 because he normally like even against the better teams he scores a 50 yeah. i mean down and i think he just that's a sign that they knew hang on good time to get a good score uh, and he managed to do it uh, it was near perfect game he almost pulled out a hat trick um or yeah. can make a so could have gone for a double hundred as well i think <laughs> yeah. yeah i mean <laughs> we could have made it sir jadeja versus sri lanka so um but you only needed two yeah. more overs yeah, yeah true <laughs> maybe <laughs> over um but i mean a lot of milestones sri lanka playing its 300 test match mm-hmm. um kohli i mean what a phenomenal record is that um 100 games sri lanka three, it took us three i mean 300 games to get there kohli's done it already hit 100 games in now how such a yeah. short span of cricket it almost shows where the modern games at how busy india is i mean we've mm-hmm. been playing since that i mean ages right arjun rantung was 18 when he captain um, was part of the test first test that Sri Lanka played and we, we are now at 300. Virat Kohli comes in 100 games already under the belt. So, um, that's how BC um, India is. And such a powerhouse. I mean, yeah. they're married. That's how I see it. So, mm. But you reckon we'll be managed to claw back or win the toss and hope for the best? Yeah, you know, like yeah. I mean, looking looking at the team, the batting yeah. should be able to do something. I think better than what they did in the first game because that 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 lineup. Tatum Nisankar had a fantastic, you know, start yeah. to his career. Demut Karnarak has made a lot of runs in the last twelve months. So has Tirimana. That's yeah. your top three. You've got Dhananjay Deseva who has made a lot of runs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Niroshan Dikwala before his ban also made a lot of runs. Of course, we haven't faced like like bowling attacks like this. And mm-hmm. India in India is going to be the toughest challenge you're going to face. I think probably the hardest hardest in test cricket right now is to win in India. Uh, but they should be able to do something better. I think Dimuth is obviously mm-hmm. the key because he, he can play those long innings. And yeah. uh, and Tatum Nisanka is well, really really impressive. I think you think he's a good, he's a decent limited overs player. But when you see him, he see him in Test cricket, he's I mean a lot a few steps above that as well. Yeah. So disappointing because I mean like you spoke about the loose shots, like even someone like Dickwell, uh, when it's I mean I haven't played international cricket, but. Uh, I can see the trap they've set for him, right? They've got the uh, 
players out for the sweep shot. Yeah. And you know, Jadeja is bowling at him with the the ball spinning in, and he still spinning goes in. for it. Whereas in the second innings, he only played that shot against the off spinner when there was no one out, which was obviously the smarter smart thing to do. So, yeah. I think it's like your India is good; they've got quality, but you have to control what you can control. And I, I I didn't think the batters did that in the first game. No, yeah, absolutely no, I mean, right. Makes you mad when you see that, like. Thinking, what do you think? What do you, what do you, and even he talked about Suranga. I mean, you can't blame him, but the two shots he played, the way yeah, he got yeah. out, oh, well, I switched I off the TV and I just walked away. Walked away. One thing also, I, I think, think if, if, I think if, if there's going, if, there, if there's a collapse, you don't <laughs> send Suranga Lakma. You send like Vishwa or Amuldenia. Amuldenia, yeah. Amuldenia is pretty solid, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, is pretty solid. So, because yeah. Lakma is just gonna go for it, he's not gonna change the way he plays, uh, no matter the situation. He's not gonna knuckle down in his last two test matches. So no. he's just go out with the flow. Um, I think uh, key thing, what I've picked up is playing in India. We're playing with an SG ball, so mm-hmm. I think that is a factor as well. Our guys are not used to that. Um, and how to battle through playing against SG ball is could be a reason where we are struggling. So, um, but one more test match to go, hopefully, can mm. you know, get something positive. Patum Nisanka, 100%, he's like he, he bats miles ahead of the rest of the crew. So, um, he's he's becoming every game he plays, he's becoming a wow factor for us to watch because mm. he's showing so many signs of maturity. like biggest thing was T20, no one thought he could hit a long ball. He hit the long yeah. ball. Yeah. Now he's showing maturity in batting in at a different spot and trying to bat long, which he's showing those signs. So um, he's one of those rare batters that we've picked up and hopefully we can keep him in the cage to bring us, you know, bigger results. Yeah. yeah. That's, I think that's a good way to ask um What's other than covering uh, cricket? What else you've been uh, working on these days, Estel? Uh, nothing much these days because uh, Sri Lanka so far not much of the other sports have really kind of gotten going. Uh, so at the moment it's Sri Lanka, India, and then we have a pretty long break with no international cricket coming up. Yeah. But hopefully some schools cricket and uh, such come up. Uh, looking forward to it's a pretty busy year in terms of events. So Commonwealth, the uh, Asian Games, World Cup coming up uh, later this year. So yeah. uh, busy year. Hopefully, mm. a few opportunities to you know attend uh, the events in person. Uh, but yeah. So will be good. invitation for you to be here in Melbourne covering <laughs> the T Twenty World Cup, and hopefully you can get. Yeah, the- hopefully. That, that's that's the goal, but uh, yeah. you know, keep sport in the Aussie jersey. So, <laughs> <laughs> I might, you know, that, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> Defending champions, yeah, true, <laughs> yeah. exactly right. Any, uh, I guess, just a quick since we're on question and answers, uh, I think I had a question lined up. Uh, you like your fantasy games playing? Or do you take part? Are you still playing in the fantasy football leagues or is there a cricket yeah. league that you started? Or? 
I'm not I'm not playing the football because I mean EPL so is you, a long investment. It, are it you like on. Um, are you like with I'm playing the women's world cup fantasy um, <laughs> which is like easier to do because it's like a couple of weeks but yeah. uh, not no more EPL because I don't watch the games so yeah. <laughs> I mean yeah too much of an yeah. investment <laughs> in terms of time same i think vida has stopped watching the epl as well so is he a man u fan you guess it right fan, yeah, sure. yeah right yeah <laughs> well the other thing is the game start around 1 o'clock in the night here, so yeah 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 that's that's my excuse <laughs> <laughs> other than that um our listeners ask for uh, book recommendations and movie recommendations sometimes so if you have streaming oh. <laughs> recommendations you would like to hear oh that. man <laughs> yeah so i haven't what have i watched recently i watched the witcher season 2 oh. was pretty okay uh movies haven't watched anything new lately hmm. uh got Uh, don't look up lined up maybe yeah. watch that sometime soon i heard it's good yeah i watched um, it it's good no spoilers mm. don't worry <laughs> <laughs> i mean the trailer is pretty much a big spoiler isn't it like uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's good it's good <laughs> i have a book recommendation though it's really oh, yeah, book, please. but everyone who's everyone who's ever watched jurassic park you need to read the book oh. that's my opinion Because the book is fantastic. It's very old, but yeah. yeah, it's always the case, isn't it? The the book yeah. is so much better Mostly, than the movie. Mostly, yeah, I think, yeah, yeah, yeah. Book reading is not a bad hobby to get back into in Sri Lanka these days. I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what. I, I, unfortunately, my Kindle is not functioning, so I'm waiting for a new one, and I can't get any books. Uh, so I'm rereading. That's why I recommend the Jurassic Park because I've been rereading it because uh, yeah. it's one of the few physical ones we have. The hard copies. Nice. Oh, nice. I'm gonna add that to the list then. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think we've spoken a lot about. I think ICC events, Sri Lanka cricket, and thoroughly enjoyed having Estelle once again um, on the show with us. Um, it's good to pick your brains, Estelle. You cover the game and you see. It you know really close um and to have your insight sharing with some of the listeners to see where things are and what happens it's been oh, i thoroughly enjoy having that conversation with you now thanks for coming so i mean i'm sure this is not the last time we we we'll keep contacting I, you to you know an get honored guest yes we consider you as a friend of the podcast now so so every time sri lanka women's team plays uh, we want you to give us update whenever you are free and um hopefully you'll get to go to england first then come to australia then we can maybe record a podcast in person yeah yeah that's the dream hopefully it works out i mean want to try and do some some form uh from the venue this this time cuz sri lanka doesn't look like we'll be hosting anything anytime soon <laughs> uh yeah all right i think I'd like to wrap it up on that aspect with uh on the 8th marks International Women's Day and we've had an honored guest in Estelle who covers um women's cricket as well as um 
the men's cricket as well as sports overall in Sri Lanka. I honored guest to have you have her. And as we, I think when we release, we'll be releasing the pod on International Women's Day. So it's a, it's a lovely celebration to have such a, I think, an honored um, uh, guest on our episode here with us. So um, again, thanks a lot. And we'll be in touch to do a few more episodes down the line. Thanks so much for having me, guys. Uh, kind of a little embarrassed that you keep saying honored guest, but yeah. yeah. Thank you so much for having me. No, thanks so much. We'll chat soon. Yes. Okay, see ya.